0: Welcome to the Journey Church Plus podcast. We are in 40 days. Each year, we set aside the 40 days leading up to Easter to connect to Christ, community, and our calling. For more information about 40 days, go to journeyconnect.org/slash/40days2023. And now for today's devotional. Day 18, choosing to give, by Pastor James Hilton. Today's reading is from Luke 12. So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. And he said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If, then, you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow, For all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek His kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Do you know the number one topic Jesus taught on? There are roughly 38 parables that Jesus taught in the Bible. Sixteen of them deal with how to handle our stuff. Of the 288 verses in the Gospels, one out of every ten refers to money. Why was Jesus so concerned about money and how we use our stuff? Because Jesus knew the way we use our stuff reveals what we really trust and value. Jesus wants us to use all that we have to love him and love others. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Matthew 6, 24 Jesus is calling us out. We can have the intention of loving God and desire to serve Him, but our choices in how we use our resources Reveal what is in our heart. Our decisions, not our intentions, are what ultimately determine the depth of following Jesus and reveal our trust in Him. Here is the challenging part. Does the way we use our resources reveal that we are following Jesus or following our own wants? Following Jesus is about trusting Him with everything. We make a deliberate decision that we will use all that we have and all that we are to accomplish His purposes. What keeps so many from living this way is fear. Jesus knows this about us. He knows the uncertainty we struggle with when we hear of His desire for us to sacrifice everything to follow Him. With love, he sets out to encourage us, saying, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Luke twelve thirty two. Jesus is tenderly trying to encourage us to live generously and give sacrificially without fear. God is our Father and King. Everything we have belongs to God. Everything from the breath we breathe to the clothes we wear to the money we have. This is the dividing line between those who stay standing in the crowd and those who choose to follow Jesus Christ. Do we perceive our money and resources to be God's or ours? Now, before guilt takes over and you stop listening, I want to encourage you about why this is such a big deal. The evil one loves to harass us with guilt about giving. It's his favorite trick. But we have to realize God is not angry with you in regard to giving. Jesus calls us out to give because he wants to bless us. Jesus is calling us to pursue him into greater amounts of faith and dependency by using our giving as the method of training. Think of giving as an exercise. If we show up at the gym and almost pass out after five minutes on the treadmill, we don't give up because we feel like a failure. We come back another day and keep progressing to help us become stronger. Here are some practical action steps to help you go forward in giving 1. Understand you can't outgive God. God is a giver at heart. God does not need you to give. Through your giving, you open your life up for God to show His provision and favor. Seeing God's generosity in our lives serves as a motivation to be generous. 2. Take one step at a time. God wants us to give the first of our resources to Him. Scripture calls this a tithe, one-tenth of one's income. For every ten dollars we receive, we are commanded to bring to God the tithe, which is one dollar. When we give it to the Lord first, God puts His blessing on it. Then, and only then, does it have the ability to multiply. Jesus, the one who receives our tithes, is the only one who has the power to bless it, so it can multiply. And provide for all that we need. I know this might feel impossible. This is where so many people just want to give up. But that is the enemy trying to keep you from the blessing of following. Instead of quitting, take a more calculated approach. Set a percentage and a time frame and then adjust up from there. Are you giving nothing right now? Maybe next month you give 1%. The next month, bump it up to 2%. In less than a year's time, you'll be at the full tithe. The percentages and the timing are between you and God. God is pleased whenever His children take any steps of faith toward Him. Don't let fear and guilt stop your progress. 3. Put God to the test Giving is the only area God challenges us to test Him. In Malachi, we get an incredible promise from God. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven for you, and pour down for you a blessing, until there is no more need. Malachi 3.10 So, what would it look like for you to honor God through giving? Does that question make you nervous? If the thought of turning everything over to God makes you a little nervous, you're not alone. But here's what I want you to remember. God doesn't want to take your money. He just doesn't want your money to take you away from following Jesus.